Welcome back to another great episode of Dan on Top. I'm your host, Dan Lukowitz. Man, I love talking close to the microphone. Finally, 120 or so episodes later, the studio says, Dan, you got to talk close to the microphone. And boy, am I loving it. So anyway, I'm Dan Lukowitz, your host of Dan on Top. This has been an incredible day. I mean, we've been running around with all kinds of people. We, we spent some time with Leica. Zach has is, is, been live in and out. Um, we've got an Olympian from the bobsled team on a previous episode buying a house tomorrow, selling a house. It's just like NRM is blowing up, all kinds of cool things, big announcements coming. In the meantime, I finally have a minute here just for a little soliloquy. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about some things that are going on in my life, okay? Got married. Yep, yep. I have four kids, but those are, you know, previous marriages. It was not a shotgun wedding. Um, and uh, that would be kind of crazy. I am in the middle of a lot of deals, a lot of good stuff going on. The brokerage is booming and growing, and business is just off the charts. Um, I couldn't be happier. I'm very thankful for all my incredible contacts and friends and all the deals that are going on. And for NRM, for Paul Benzman, for, for Alan Contino, for all the people in the back behind the glass, they're the ones that really do all the work. I just sit here and crack jokes. But, you know, I'm just, I'm very thankful. We got a lot of things. I'm going to tell you guys about some cool deals. I actually um, am probably going to be, you know, having things come up. My phone has been blowing up every second here, um, which is great. It's a good problem to have. And by the way, I don't even make cold calls anymore. Don't tell any of my, you know, people who train me, but I don't make cold calls anymore. I have inbound calls, right? I have an inbound call team. I have an inbound website. And I'm not bragging. All I'm doing is I'm showing you how I flipped the script, right? I flipped the script on people. And I think, oh, is that, oh my gosh, I think we have somebody calling in right now. Is that, can we, hello? Yes. Daniel. Daniel, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. I am doing really great. I appreciate you calling me. I know that uh, you weren't able to talk last night. We texted a little bit. How's your day going? My day is going well. Are we, are we live on Dan on Top? We are live on Dan on Top. You sound like you're either in a tornado, tsunami, or you're driving in your car. I'm driving in my car. Am I not clear? No, no, you're clear, loud and clear, and, and, and yeah, everything is great. So so tell me what's going on. Well, I'm on my way out to Lansing, Michigan to check Secondary out market. Property. Yeah, um, sorry. So I had some time in the car to, uh, to talk to my... Favorite podcast host, uh, Dan Lukwitz. Yeah, Dan so you mean top. you mean your favorite streamcast host, but that's okay, totally fine. So um, same thing. Now it's definitely very Listen, different. I, 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 I'm a big fan of podcasts, so. By me telling you that you're my favorite podcast host, that's even more meaningful. Okay, yeah. Listen, whatever you say, Daniel. Listen, Daniel, I love you. We've known each other for. Uh, you're by the way, you're one of the few people I say I love you, and you will not tell me you love me back. Yeah, I, I you know. I've tried to keep my emotions close to the chest. Okay, all right. Uh, where's your heart? <laughs> uh, that's where I keep my emotions. Okay, <clears throat> sounds good. So Daniel and I are, are great friends. Can I tell him the story about how you and I met? No. Okay, no story about how we met. <laughs> I assume you don't have a lot of time and you want to talk a deal. Uh, you know, it's your show, uh, but I want I do want to say one thing. Um, you know, like I said, I'm a big fan of podcasts. I'm a huge fan of Bloomberg Radio. I listen to Bloomberg Surveillance Law in the morning. I listen to a certain Bloomberg? podcast on Bloomberg called Bloomberg. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, it's a radio station that's uh, uh, it's, it's syndicated nationally, and it's on Sirius XM, Channel 119. Check it out. 
Um, but they also you can also get them online, and they have a podcast called Masters in Business. So they always have these these call in guests, like you know these intelligent guests, and they and they interview them. And I'm always like, oh, I want to be one of those guys. So you're actually helping me right now fulfill a lifelong dream of being a call in guest. Dan. Okay, which leads me to my next point. And I say this all the time: add value, and everything else follows. Help other people, and it will help you more than you helped them. So. Daniel, I am happy that you're calling in. You're actually our first uh, call-in guest. You were our first guest, and even more importantly than both of those, you have to date been the most downloaded guest of probably about over 120 guests on the Dan on Top show. Great. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, so look, I know you don't have a lot of time. I've got a call here in seven minutes. I'm glad you called in. I literally stopped my show to take this call. That's how beloved you are and how much I value our relationship. I want to talk about that deal from last night. I'm not. I don't want to talk about a deal on the air, but I want to talk about value. So, so tell me, tell me how I could add value. Ask me questions, Dan. Okay. So here's the thing. I thought of you above all other people because you literally you started Noblestone, which is absolutely incredible. I've known you since the. Pre, I don't know if we can say other names, but other companies that you worked for, we considered partnering together. Other interesting things prevented that from working out. We've done deals together. We've you've been to my house. You you know uh, we just have fun. I make your child laugh when I do imitations of people. Uh, one of your ten children. But at any rate, I um I I, I have seven seven yeah. soon soon to be ten. But basically seven children. I love all your family. You're just a great guy. And what I really love about you is that you're all about value. And this man, if you are looking for someone to invest money with. I highly recommend reaching out to my wife, Brady Meldrum, but I also recommend Daniel Millman and Noblestone Capital because they are like the essence, the epitome of value add. And and I, I am humbled to have had you as a mentor. And, and now that you're my mentee, it's just even better. <laughs> Again, much appreciated as usual. But let's so, talk so serious. Talk so I got this situation okay. here. There's some medical office um, types of... of, of properties all over the country, right? And I've got some developers that um, are looking for capital. And, you know, these are actually several different systems, but there's one in particular. I don't want to say anything. We'll talk offline, okay? Um, but basically, in, in these situations, without giving out too many details, because I, I value anonymity and, and fiduciary responsibility, I'm looking to raise you know, some capital. Have to be, you also have to be careful about securities laws, because any deal is going to be a private placement security. Um, and depending on which Reg D you file, uh, you can't necessarily advertise in public. Okay. So I would definitely not talk with any specificity about any deal. I, and that's, that's why... I am talking to you because this guy keeps me safe, he keeps me sane, and he keeps me wealthy. So anyway, I love this guy, and, and I love that that advice. So we'll keep it very parv, if you will, very, very basic without detail, not milky or meaty, just very, very, very bland. So um, okay. basically, this deal um, has a development play to it. So I'll give you an analogy. I've done deals for like FedEx ground developers, right? So you work with the developer, the developer basically buys the hill, and they, they scrape it, and they grade it, and they raise it, and they do everything. Well, raising is before if there was a building, but they are basically hired to do everything. And they, they bring their own capital, and they work with FedEx with a co- corporate guarantee, and, and they, they sign a lease, and they get everything together, and they have down to the penny everything that's going to be spent, when the permits are, this, that, the other. They add in development fees. They, they have management fees and all that. And then they contract with me, and they say, Dan, we want you to sell this building. And sometimes they sell it on a forward commitment, right? They say, well, Dan, go look at your in your drawing drone and see what you see and it's just a hill 
but we put together a marketing package and we get the property ready and we underwrite it, we analyze it and the lease is finalized and I'm looking at the lease and then we go ahead and bring it to market, you know, six or eight or nine months in advance or sometimes 30 days in advance, 100, it doesn't matter. Whatever we want to do, whatever's best for the deal and for the client. But essentially in that situation, people are buying a credit tenant, right? Full, full lease, brand new building at a very competitive cap rate. And the clients love you that. They love working with me. What you mean by a credit tenant? Uh, so a credit tenant is someone. So it's not just like me renting the building to Daniel Millman. It's not me renting the building to Noblestone Capital. One day, by the way, Noblestone Capital will be a credit tenant. Mark my words. But for now, they're not. Okay. But let's say I'm renting the building to FedEx or to Dollar General. Right. Those are credit tenants. What I mean by a credit tenant is that's a tenant that is that has a certain level of credit. Right. So in the case of Dollar General, they're like a triple B, I believe. So that's in that's considered investment grade credit. You know, other other types of, of tenants, like maybe some of the pet stores were at some point triple C, that's junk credit. You know, you have all different types of credit. But it's important to note that these are credit tenants because they have with them a very strong security, a really strong backing. In fact, in my business, we, we, we kind of call these bond deals. It's an absolute bond deal because essentially it's a bond that's wrapped up in sticks and bricks. That's what these absolute triple net deals are that are have credit tenants. It's essentially you're getting a bond, right? Am I, am I right, Daniel? Well, it's, it's similar to a bond because since the tenant is signing a lease with you, they're signing a legal contract. So just like a bond, they are obligated legally to pay you, and you come very early in the order in the credit hierarchy. Exactly. So it's not like you're an equity owner who comes last. They are, you're, you're in the front of the line, and that's why their credit rating, you know, the, the likelihood that they default on their obligations is so important. Um, they, because if they are good credit, you, there's a, a very high likelihood that you'll get paid. And that makes the deal very predictable or, rel- or relatively very predictable. Um, and, uh, and that's why people like them. So, yeah. Yeah, I love it, and you added a lot of value there, which I appreciate. You know what Daniel was mentioning about, you know, in terms of where you stand on the line of creditors. That's very important because keep in mind, like, look, let's let's go let's go more granular. Let's say that we're dealing with a type of um, of asset that has. Uh, a franchisee in it, okay? Maybe you have a franchisee, and again, we're getting lower on the level of creditworthiness. You might have a franchisee of, of Burger King or McDonald's or Wendy's that has five units. So if that specific, and that's five units backing the lease. So, you know, Dan Lukowitz Burgers LLC operates five restaurants, and I, I signed a lease on a building to rent, a, a, you know, a, to rent space for my operation in one building. Well, if, if I go dark in that location or I move or something goes wrong, I still have to pay because I have four other locations, right? But if something happens to my entity, then we're in big trouble. Now, if you look at, like, let's say, a Meritage guarantee, you know, publicly traded company, uh, 344-plus locations, strongest and biggest franchisee in Michigan, that that's a much stronger credit. It's not triple A or double B like like Dollar General, but it's still very strong. So that's very important to keep in mind. So Daniel, these deals that we're discussing, uh, many of them are credit tenants, but the one I want to talk to you about is a nonprofit. It's a hospital system, really strong credit, and the REITs, the the the, the, the different family offices and private investors are gobbling them up. I can't bring these things to market without having twelve offers in the first day. So. Can we talk though about the development aspect? I want to. I, I want to chime in on. Development. Okay, you want to talk development? Well, hey, I I got somebody. Can I bring somebody else in the call? You know what? We'll, maybe we'll wait yeah. on him. Maybe we'll wait on him. I don't know. But 
if 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 we're gonna at some point bring somebody else on a call like this, we would bring in a partner of mine, okay? And uh, we, him and I have a call coming up here in like one minute with Adapia. But in the meantime, um, I I would um, I would love to bring him in this conversation. He works for Galvanized. And um, he's he's a private equity guy. He's he's amazing. He's my partner. You know him. He's he's the guy. He's the other guy, not as good looking, much taller in the CRE Pro course. <laughs> So, so, any, so, he, so he, in the one in the one minute I have, can I make a comment on my experience with development? Uh, yeah, sure. So, what I want to say, what what people have to realize, is you know, you get a pro forma, you get let's say a pitch, where there are projections. You know, we expect the cost to be X, we expect the development time to be Y, and we expect the sale price to be Z, and therefore you will make a certain amount of money. So once, and, and that money can, it could be good money because, you know, it's time, you're waiting, there, there's some sort of risk, so you expect a high return. What I want to point out from my own experience, um, more as an investor than a developer, is that the X, Y, and Z are, are usually all wrong to some degree. And, the, and, and, the, and, and they could be better or worse. But the execution of X, Y, and Z are really going to determine your returns, and people have to realize um, they have to pay good attention to who the operator is and, um, and how, and they have to do really solid diligence on mm-hmm. the projections, the, 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 the cost, the time, and the sale price, because those will very much determine the actual investment results. <clears throat> Part of what we do um, when we invest in development deals and we bring investors in, um, we have an entire team that, um, and experience that's analyzing those things. Um, and, and it's something that can't, shouldn't be taken lightly. I've, I've, I've seen times go twice as long as they're supposed to with yeah. billions of dollars of extra cost, et cetera. We've been in pretty much a real estate up market in the past decade, so it's rarely been that the price has been wrong, but the other two are often have. Um, and it just requires uh, going in knowledgeably and, 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 not, and, and partnering with, with people who know what they're doing and know how to analyze these things um, is a tremendous value. There's no question about it, and I think that's important. We talked about this a few episodes ago on the show about having exit strategies and planning them. And, and you know, in a performa, I personally believe you need to have an A, B, C, D, E, F, G plan, right? Not necessarily that you need to know every little nuance of every plan, but you need to know in general what are your exits and what do those look like and how do you make sure that you're going to make money in every single one of those situations, how you're going to be protected. And by the way, I don't know if he can hear us, but I'm doing some stuff. He's in Austin. You know Zach, right? That guy that's that's taller and not as, as smart as me. I, I, I have seen him. I have seen him. Okay. So is, Zach, is Zach with us? I don't know if he's with us on, Zach, in the studio. Zach is, Zach is right here, my friend. How are you? Oh, man. Daniel, how are you? Hi there, Zach. I'm, I'm good. Nice to meet you, Zach. I'm not sure if you know who I am, but... Uh... A pleasure to make your acquaintance. Tell him you know who he and, is, even and, if you don't. And, and, well, no, Dan tells me that you are the uh, development king. Uh, that's what I heard anyways. You said that uh, you're you're really thinking hard about a hospital redevelopment deal, and I say go for it. I think uh, Dan is a perfect partner to have in this. Um, okay, no, no comment. <laughs> okay. I also think I also think that you need to. I need to introduce you to AJ. We had a guy on the show, AJ. I think you know his brother or something, or he knows your sister or something. You're all Jewish, so every, we all know each other. Yeah, I, I, I believe that AJ's brother was in my sister-in-law's high school class. Yeah. Okay, very nice. How's your father doing, by the way? 
Um, my father is um, is a wonderful, wonderful man, and uh, his health is kind of status quo, which I'm grateful for every day. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. I just remember all those deals we were doing, and your dad would talk about them, and it's just a lot of fun. So, Daniel, listen, Daniel Millman is the CFO of Noblestone Capital. Is that right? CEO, COO, all the above? No, you got a lot of people there. What, what, what is your official title? I, 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 I'm the CEO. CEO. I'm also a CEO. I remember laying on the bed in your basement after we put that treadmill in there, after we you, you renovated that property on Hardened Circle uh, that you live in now, right? And we laid there, separate beds, obviously. It was kosher. And um, you, you, we looked at each other. I had my Renaissance Real Estate Ventures hoodie on, and you had your you know tie and your pocket protector and, and all that stuff. And we talked about how great it was. I, I've never worn a, a pocket protector in my life, just for the benefit of your audience. Okay, that's true, actually. I, actually, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I don't know. He's a, I'll tell you about Daniel. He's a classy guy, and he's always professional. But we were sitting there, laying there in several beds, and we said, man, look at the, this is the CEO life. You know? And I don't, I don't mean that from a Gaiva dick away. I don't mean that in a, in a being you know, above other people. What I mean is, I, is that— I, I don't understand other languages. I don't mean that in a way that I'm, I have like, uh, more honor than other people. You don't mean to be haughty. I don't, don't mean to be, be haughty. Arrogant. I'm being honest. Everybody watching this, I'm being honest. Look okay. at these people. Zach Racinger. Daniel Millman, Olympic people bobsledding, Leica, I mean, Barry Wolf, the people that I hang out with, it's awesome. Ben Kogut, Alan Contino, Paul Benzman. I mean, these people are amazing. And, and, and being a CEO allows me to be able to partner with these people, to do deals with these people. I am so blessed uh, to be the number one Daniel and to be Dan on top. And I'm blessed to have you guys as diff- different, different types of partners. So thank you. I want to say thank you. It's my pleasure, Dan, but, but as the actual number one Daniel, I, let, let me make a comment. Uh, I, I want to I throw a piece of valuable advice that I've heard and I've found to be true. You know, there are psychological studies about a person's social circle, and it's, we may be able to have an unlimited amount of acquaintances and relationships, but we have a limited amount of close relationships. Naturally, the way our brains work there's only so many time, people at any given time that we're going to be close with, and it's typically four or five or six people, okay? And what, what studies have found is that that small circle of close relationships has so much to do with a person's well-being and success. Our happiness has to do with the health of those relationships, and our success has to do with how much we're pulled up by those relationships as opposed to being dragged down. So I know you as a person, Dan, have made it your business to make sure that your relationships are with people that you can grow from. And I want to tell you that that strategy, I believe, is a strategy that has, has led you to so much success. And everybody listening and everybody watching should learn from that, and they should think about their relationships in life and who they, who, if they're intentional about them, if the relationships are people that they should be having relationships with, because it makes so much of a difference in the outcomes in our lives. So, da- <clears throat> so Daniel, uh, how would you suggest to thank, surround thank yourself you, by the way. with more thank successful you very much. people? I appreciate that. Thank you. What is the way, how would you suggest from your professional career and, and your personal career, how would you suggest to surround yourself with those six, five or six, you know, winners, uh, essentially, that make you better, that you make better, uh, that you synergize with and that you can you can help uh, build them up and they build you up. How do you find those people? 
So it's not easy, and you have to be patient, but I think that intentionality is a lot of it, right? A lot of our relationships we fall into naturally for some organic reason, right? It could be a friend we grew up with, somebody we hang out with, a neighbor, and, and that's fine. But if we choose to invest time in a, in, in a relationship with a person, we're making a choice. If I choose to talk to somebody on the phone um, or hang out with them, I'm making a choice. So I think that, that if a person sat down just, thought about who, who are my relationships and what do I want them to be. I think many people will find, you know what, one or two of my relationships, they're not really helping. They're just mm-hmm. there. Now, I'm not saying you should drop, drop somebody like a hot potato and, 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 and hurt their feelings, but in making decisions, do I want to spend my limited time in life hanging out with this person on a Sunday, or is there something that's better for my growth or me as a person? And, and, and let's say you, you, know, you know there's somebody... Uh, a peer, you know, that might be go out and make an effort and say, Hey, let me, let's get together. And you know, let's talk, let's, let's talk about real estate, whatever it yep. is. Right. That's a peer. That... Also super important are mentors and mentors. Very often you need to seek out. Um, and when you identify somebody who you can grow from and not only who you can grow from, but they care enough to give you the time and to invest in you, you have to make an effort and, and chase after them and seek out the relationship. Ask them, hey, once a month, can we sit down for 30 minutes? I'll take food, invest in it, buy them dinner, whatever it takes, buy them drinks. Um, yep. but, the, the, but, the, but the intentionality, thinking about spending time in these relationships and investing the time and potentially the money to have them is well worth it in the long run. That's what I would say. There's no question, and this is spoken from Dan on Top's mentor okay this is spoken from someone who i'm going to tell the story because it's my show and i'm dan on top okay you're just i know but you know i'm, I'm kind of like you know i don't if you could leave out crucial details i'd appreciate I, it oh listen i my partner is zach Basinger. if i put in crucial details he literally strangles me over facetime so i can't do it and you're going to do the same thing and you live closer than him so listen <laughs> I, I i remember we were working in a certain asset class this was years ago probably 15 years ago and 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 we were potential. We were potentially. It, 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 it's, probably, it's probably seven years ago. Oh come on, that is not true. I moved back from Israel. Fine. Uh, okay, That's it was fine. closer I, to ten. I, I, closer I to ten. To, I moved to town about eight years ago, so it can't be I more. I feel than like that, I've but, known but, you but for twenty you years. 16, I feel fine. like sixteen years ago. Fine. Okay, it was seven years ago. Says Daniel Millman. I say it was fifteen. So we're gonna go with you know the average of the two. I don't. I don't do math. I'm just a broker. Eleven. But, Eleven would be the average. Okay. okay. Very good. That's why you're the financial advisor. So I reached out. I saw. I saw a sign for a property. I reached out. I had been trying to. I was buying all the properties in the neighborhood because that's what I do, and I tried to reach out to the property owner because I had been working with them. And then all of a sudden I go by, I walk by the house and there's a sign there, but it's not like a regular brokerage sign. You know, it's not even a CRE pro brokerage sign. And this was years ago. And instead it's just a a brokerage sign with a number. I call it and I hear, hello. And I'm like, hi, this is Dan Lukowitz. And he goes, okay. And I say, Mm -hmm. who is this? And he goes, are you interested in buying the property? And I'm like, no, I want to know how you bought it and I didn't because this is the first one in the neighborhood that somebody else bought and this is my house. And he says, actually, it's my house. I'm on title. And I said, are you Daniel Millman? And he goes, yes. And I said, okay, well, I am interested in taking you out to lunch and partnering with you. 
because everybody tells me you're my competition, but you know what? You're my new best friend. And I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, even though he doesn't tell me he loves me, when I say I love him, he is one of my best friends. He's been a mentor. He's been a, a massive supporter of CRE Pro, massive supporter of Dan on Top. And I want to bring him on. I want him to work with the CRE Pro team, okay? I want him to mentor people. I want his, I want you, by the way, if you've got money, which chances are if you're watching Dan on Top, you've got a lot of money, you need to reach out to Daniel Millman and Noblestone Capital because this guy is killing it. He is so busy doing deals and making insane amounts of money for his people that are in his network like us we're very fortunate that he barely is able to come into the studio has to take the call from the phone our first ever call-in guest dan on top season one number one dan on top season two i don't even know the number of the episode the most downloaded guest of all time daniel millman ceo of noblestone capital